Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Ordinary Hero Podcast. Today is a repost from the High School Life podcast. So the podcast me and my buddy Carter had. Um, this is an interview we did a couple months ago. Uh, it might have been a year ago, actually. About a year ago, we recorded this interview. This guy that we interviewed, his name is Drew Young, and he had a very severe case of depression because he was majorly bullied, majorly bullied through, um, I mean, you'll hear his story, but he was, he was bullied like none other, and, um, he had thoughts about suicide and all that, so, but now he is an ex, he turned himself around, or turned his life around, and he is, he now has multiple books, and he is a mentor for people that are going through these types of challenges, so I really hope you guys enjoy this episode, and yeah, I hope you like it. So, so this is a quote that was given from a former first lady of the United States, so president's wife, and she said, when they go low, we go high, meaning when people are bullying you, when people are rude to you, when people are unkind to you for whatever reason, instead of stooping to their level and kind of um, doing what they're doing back to you, you take the higher road, you choose kindness, you choose grace, um, and you'll be better for it. So that's the quote for today. That was perfect. Thanks. That's a good one. All right. Uh, you, so, want to take a, you just want to take a minute and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So 25 years old, grew up in uh, Connecticut, other side of the country, um, lived there till I was 12. Then moved back to Utah. My dad got a job in Utah. Uh, went to high school out in Utah and uh, went to college in Utah at Brigham Young University. Then met my wife. Uh, we got married about three and a half years ago. I have a little baby girl. And I work uh, at a startup doing different publicity um, and operational management there. And I'm an author and a speaker. My first book came out last year, um, and my second book comes out this August. And I'm an advocate for mental health, uh, suicide prevention, bullying awareness, um, all that fun stuff. So, yeah, it's a good time. Um, you want to just tell us a little bit about your experience with bullying and how you overcame that struggle? Definitely. So. Bullying started for me when I was 12 and a half years old. So as I mentioned, my, my dad got a new job. We moved from Connecticut to Utah. And I basically said goodbye to my whole childhood. Like I had all my friends there, you know, everything that I knew was in Connecticut. And so moving to Utah was different for me. And I grew up with a lot of separation anxiety, which is basically where I couldn't leave my mom for like long periods of time. I'd get really homesick. I'd get um, really panicky. I'd cry a lot. Um, and it would kind of come on and off. I didn't really have it a lot in Connecticut, but when we moved to Utah, I had it a ton. And so that made it really hard for me to do stuff that normal kids my age were doing, like go to school, play sports, you know, go to different religious activities and just kind of go out and hang out in the neighborhood. And so that kind of is where the bullying started. When I was the new kid on the block, um, I wore glasses, I was short, I was a little bit uh, pudgier, and I 
was homeschooled seventh through ninth grade because of the separation anxiety. I was the new kid on the block who didn't really fit in, who had this separation anxiety that no one really knew about. And so I was teased a lot. I was, you know, punched around and bullied around. Um, I was told to, you know, frequently told to, you know, we don't want you here at church. We don't want you in the neighborhood. You should go back to Connecticut. Just stuff that really made me sad, really made me lose my sense of self-esteem uh, and created this, you know, emotional void inside of me where I just, you know, I wasn't doing good things and I, uh, you know, wasn't, I wasn't me and I wasn't taking care of the problem. So I was bullied from the ages of 12 to 16 and uh, those were, you know, those are some hard years in my life for sure. But it, it definitely, they definitely taught me the value of kindness and the value of lifting others up instead of tearing them down, which is like exactly what you're trying to do with this podcast is, you know, raise awareness to your audience that um, being cool, being, you know, popular, what it really comes down to is how you treat other people. You know, you can be the coolest kid in school. You can be the star of the sports team, but if you're a jerk, that's what you're known for. You know, you're not really actually going to make a difference in people's lives. So um, yeah, that's kind of my experience with bullying. I mean, we see uh, bullies today, like me and Lewis at age 16, we deal with that a different way than what a 12 year old would deal with it as. How did you deal with that? So, I mean, that's a great question. I mean, I, I, I do it. I dealt with it probably in unhealthy ways. Um, I tried to, you know, tell the adults around me what was going on. Uh, and, you know, for whatever reason, they, the advice that they gave me was not advice that I took. The advice they gave me was basically, you know, fight back, um, you know, punch them back, call them retard back, you know, all this stuff, basically return the hate with hate, I guess you could say. And, you know, me being who I am, and I guess it's different for everybody. Certain individuals may benefit from standing up for themselves in a physical way. You know, certain individuals may have the opportunity to fight back, and that may be their personality. But for me, I've never been one to do that. I've always been kind of more on the sensitive, introverted side. And so the way that I dealt with it was kind of just keeping it all inside. And, you know, I actually started viewing pornography when I was 12. So that's kind of where my outlet was. So when I'd get picked on and bullied, whether it was in the neighborhood or at church or, you know, uh, different activities going on, I would take that pain and I would internalize it. And my outlet for, you know, a few minutes would be viewing pornography. And so I, I, I dealt with my bullying for four years that way. I get bullied, I'd view pornography. I get bullied, I'd view pornography. And obviously that, that didn't do anything. It made me feel good for you know a few minutes, but at the end of the day, it just left me more empty than I was before because um, I was turning to something that you know is scientifically proven to make you feel worse about yourself, make you feel like there's something missing, that you're reaching for this thing that doesn't exist. And so I, I dealt with it in unhealthy ways, uh, but through it all, the lessons that I learned, you know, have helped me get to where I am today. Okay. One thing that um, you said that I really thought about um, is kind of fighting back. And I think the world right now 
has kind of grown into a sense that if someone does something to you, you punch them back, but harder. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that we need to work on and try to improve on as a country and like as families, friends, and a country is to kind of just like forgiveness. I think it's a big thing that the world is lacking right now. And Absolutely. Lots of uh, problems could be solved with just a little thing of forgiveness. You two are smart. This is a bomb podcast. Sheesh. Uh-huh. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Forgiveness is forgiveness is one of the most difficult things that anyone could ever do, but it's, it's, you know, we hold the key to our own jail. And so in order to unlock the jail, you got to forgive and forgiveness looks different for everybody. But at the end of the day, it's really not about condoning or, you know, letting anyone else um, kind of get off the hook, so to speak. You're really just setting yourself free. I love that. Like fighting fire with fire is what I thought. And it just doesn't work. Like you have to do water, use water, fire extinguishers. Yeah. Um, and what would be, for our listeners, what would be your fire extinguisher metaphorically? For bullying? Yeah. I mean, there's there's a few different ways. Like I said, a lot of it is is individual circumstance. And so you know, it may be wise to get a parent involved or a leader or an adult um, to, you know, maybe communicate with the bully's parents or something like that. Uh, if you, that's not something that you feel comfortable with, because usually, you know, we like to handle problems on our own, regardless of, you know, the circumstance. Is if that's not something that you can deal with, and this is something that I wish I would have done better, uh, and I kind of talk about this on various podcasts and in the book that I'm coming out with in August is if you're being bullied, take out your anger, take out your, your sadness, take out your disappointment and just become like super good at something. So like, for example, if, if you're, if you're feeling bullied, you may not have a lot of friends, you may feel down on yourself, like take advantage of that pain and channel it into something that you can get extremely skilled at, whether that's you go to the basketball court and you work on your jump shot, whether that's, you know, you go to the, the skating rink and, and um, work on, you know, your skating, you can, you know, take dance classes, cooking classes, you can work on your writing, your speaking, you know, different school stuff, like take that pain that you're experiencing and channel it into something that, you know, whether it's, one year down the road, five years down the road, 10 years down the road, the bullies will look at you and be like, oh my gosh, like, look at that kid now, you know, like he is leaps and bounds ahead of where I am because he decided to take the higher road. And so I would say, yeah, for anyone who's being bullied out there, first of all, I I understand your pain. It's awful. Um, It shouldn't be happening. And uh Take that, take that pain that you're experiencing and, and use it to make yourself a better person because eventually the bullying will stop, but you'll be, you know, 25 years old and you'll, you'll wish you would have used that time to build yourself up to become amazing at something. You mentioned um, your book um, and I want to, can you just tell us a little bit about the book or books that you came out with? Sure. So the first book that I came out with last year it's called The Meaning of Your Mission, basically a, a way that, that I talked about having gone through a difficult experience in my life um, and experiencing mental health challenges and how anyone, regardless of the circumstances they face, can overcome their challenges and discover their missions in life. 
uh, their purpose, you know, their destiny, whatever you want to call it. And the second book that I wrote that comes out in August, it's called Stand Guard at the Door of Your Mind. So it's really a book about, I take my own personal experiences and dealing with um, issues in our society that are stigmatized or looked down upon. And I kind of uh, use both philosophical wisdom from different leaders and, and um, you know, uh, historical figures with my own personal experience. And I kind of mesh the two together to help people come together around key issues in our society like bullying, uh, pornography, suicide, mental health. I talk about the difference between success and failure. Uh, so basically just how to become an all around better person, how to forgive and you know, take advantage of the opportunities that life has given you, whether they be you know, unfortunate or whether they be really positive. You know, we all, at the end of the day, every single one of us faces difficult challenges. And those that, those that become better are those that decide that regardless of the challenges I face, I'm going to focus on what I want to do and just focus on growth each and every day. Sweet. Um, a question that we've asked many people on this podcast is, um, would you rather be bullied or be a bully? Oh, I'd rather be bullied, 100%. Um, it's an interesting question. <laughs> it's a question I've never really thought of before. Uh, but having been through it myself, I would never want to become a hypocrite. And if I turned into a bully, that would make me the most hypocritical human ever because I've spent years now advocating for the prevention of bullying. And I think that obviously if you're a bully, you can change your ways and you can become kind and you can apologize and, and that's all good. But for me personally, having gone through it and there's always going to be bullies in life. I mean, I, I'm still, I'm not bullied like I was, but there's always going to be people who disrespect you, who are mean to you, rude. So, I mean, I guess I could say in the last, you know, a couple months, I've been bullied by people. Um, and, you know, I've, I've dealt with it in healthier ways than I used to, but at the end of the day, it's always, you know, choose kindness. So I, I would be bullied if that were, if those were the only two options. <laughs> That's a good answer. I have a question that we ask everyone we interview mostly. Um, if you could go back to your 12 to 16 year old self, you mentioned that's the, that was probably the hardest time in your life. Um, uh, if you could go back to your 12 to 16 year old self, what would you say? Uh, I would say hang in there, that things are going to get better, that uh, you don't understand everything. You don't know why people are treating you the way they are treating you. It has it really something that I've learned about bullying is it's rarely, if ever, about the person being bullied. It's 99% of the time, it's issues that the bully is experiencing in their own personal life, whether it's with a parent or a sibling or with school or something like that. And they take it out on someone who's weaker or can't fight back. Does that make sense? And so I would just kind of give myself a hug, say, I love you. You're going to make it through this. Um, I know it's difficult. And, but what matters right now is that you just keep doing the right things, 
eventually it'll turn in your favor and you'll look back on this time and uh, have a lot of lessons that you can share with people. That was absolutely beautiful. That was amazing. Um, well, thank you for getting on. I just want to talk about a couple of things um, before. And it seems like you're really good about um, knowing. I, I really like this phrase. I've heard it in a couple other podcasts I listen to. Um, things happen to, uh, for me and not to me. And I think you've kind of embraced that and kind of said, well, since I had this like hard experience in my life, it's made you, you've probably helped thousands of people with bullying. And just because of your, you getting bullied, you probably thought this is horrible. Why is it me? Why, why me? Like every time. And yeah. then now you're probably like, you're not happy for those, but you're, you're fine with that thought that I got bullied because now you're helping thousands. You have two books and you just seem like a really smart guy. So I appreciate you getting on with us. Uh, no, thank one, you. One last question to close it out. We, um, asked this in our past couple interviews uh what lesson from someone or like a quote or mentor uh have you used in your life to get where you are now and pass that bullying hmm let me think about this for a few seconds okay i have two of them is that okay if i share two that's that's even better so the first one is an African proverb um, that basically says, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. And I've taken that and internalized that in my life to mean that, you know, if I'm, it's always, you know, work from the inside out. That's what personal growth is all about. That's what becoming a better person is all about. It's not trying to take care of things that are outside of your control. It's not trying to, you know, manipulate people. It's trying to become the best version of yourself because regardless of what happens in our external circumstances, we can always decide that, you know, this is not going to defeat me. This is not going to kill me. Uh, this is something that will help me be stronger, better, wiser. So that's the first one. Uh, and then the second one comes from uh, a guy named Fred Rogers. He had a show in like the 1960s, 70s, 80s, into the 90s called Mr. Rogers Neighborhood. It was like the number one children's show, like probably of all time. But he was just a super pragmatic, practical, open, vulnerable, loving person. And my favorite quote on kindness of all time is from Fred Rogers. And he said, there are three ways to ultimate success in life. The first way is to be kind. The second way is to be kind. And the third way is to be kind. And there's a lot of people in life. I mean, success is a subjective term, meaning it's different for everybody. Success, what success looks like to me is different than what success looks like to, you know, one of my brothers or my dad or, you know, the president of the United States, whatever. But I believe that true success and living the best life comes from showing others that you support them, that you care for them, that you're not against them. And uh, just like you've been talking about on your podcast, there's so much hate and division and bullying in the world today. Um, it's like a never ending competition. 
And uh, the way that I think we'll get through that is by having the few people in the world who really mean it to be kind to people. Because that can really change lives, even if it's just one person. And that can last a generation. Sweet. Wow. That was awesome. That was great. Well, uh, thank you for getting on here with us. It was a blast. You two rock. (laughs) Thanks. Rock stars. Thank you. Uh, Listeners, you can get your book um, on Amazon. Amazon. We'll have the links and the book names and uh, Drew's socials in the show notes. And I just want to say thanks again. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Wow. Isn't that episode full? Well, it's a really good one. I appreciate Drew Young for hopping on that um, a while ago. So um, just to let you guys know that there are places you can go if you do feel like these are some things you need to talk about and whatever. Know that there are people out there that care for you. And remember that God loves you and he always will love you. And just like that, we will see you later.